You are listening to the Steady Hand Barber Club because the best. Hey guys, welcome to the Steady Hands Barber Club. I'm your host, Eddie, and with me are my two co hosts, Jacob Yo. and Patrick. Hello. We're just gonna, you know. Off the top of the dome, just uh, have a conversation. Today, yeah, you know? we're, dude, you know, let's just, just, we're just, feeling wild. It's just a sleepy afternoon, Ooh, man. Just a hazy afternoon. Yeah. And here we go. <laughs> Perfect. I think you should maybe find someone else. Uh, I don't know. You, you're always great with that. Am I? Yeah, I mean, well, whether you're great or not, Eddie and I always seem to corner you. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, whenever we're hanging out in the group, we're like, like, oh yeah, you know, just hanging out, being dudes and stuff. And then like, uh, <laughs> and then Eddie, uh, Eddie decides like, hey, I'm getting late. I'm gonna go home. It's like, oh, okay, let's catch you later. You know, I'm hanging out in the living room. You know, Patrick. As soon as the door shuts, you turn back, and I'm leaning over, lit from above, with a cigarette in hand. It's like. You know, I don't, sometimes I don't think I can keep on living the way that I'm living. <laughs> I need. I just need to make a change in my life. And Patrick's like, look around like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that does tend to happen. Like that time that you uh, spent the night over at my place, that's exactly what it was like. Deep talks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh man, uh, that sounds rough. I don't know what to say. Yeah, you know what you know what you knew just what to say, Patrick. Well, I'm glad. Uh, it was just. <laughs> you were like, yeah, I don't really have that problem. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Patrick, I took that. And I decided to, you know, pull myself up by my bootstraps. <laughs> Just like any man over 40 that's running a podcast right now. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty my, sure they uh, say that at least once. <laughs> Just use my standard advice for everyone. You know, just look them in the eye. I'm like, be your best self. And they're like, oh, man, thanks. <laughs> Well, like, now they accept Apple Pay, so it's going to be even easier. Who? William. Ooh. Spark Bowman. Dude. You can just doo-doo. Yeah, dude. Anyone who does not have Apple or Google Pay integrated into their um, their checkout is a, is a fool. Like, I will... Let me see one of those. I will spend way more money unnecessarily if i cannot think about it that much yeah they need you need to make it so people can accidentally mm. buy something yeah that's how i accidentally bought size 15 shoes <laughs> <laughs> i was at the keens uh website and i was wanting to buy some boots for work because i keep because anything within with this lower than the ankle i just get i just get hair in it and so they had one left. I was like, oh, man, this is awesome and stuff. And I, I, I thought I clicked it, but apparently I just um, uh, refreshed the window wrong. Anyway, but it defaulted <laughs> it to size 15 shoes. And uh, when they showed up at my door, I was like, mm, this isn't right. Uh, and that's my story about how I did that. 
Are you sure? I feel like you would have felt right at right at home with uh, hold one of these size yeah, fifteen shoes because you're a clown. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. Speaking of clowns, uh, so the other day at the shop. In fact, it was yesterday. Oh, sorry, I kicked you in the shin, didn't I? Yeah, I don't have any feeling in my shins from MMA. Okay. All right. Uh, back. What? Um, Next what? time you buy one of some of those, buy me one. How much are they? Here. Well, actually, let me get you your own. Hang on. I don't want to. I don't want to get off topic. Um, so. That's not my, my point is, you get a lighter? <laughs> Come on, no. So I was, <laughs> so I was at the computer at work and, uh, you know, I had a thought and so I decided to Google where the closest clown college is <laughs> and, uh, but then my client came in, and so, you know, I was, you know, I went, went, started cutting hair, and then Wendell came by and uh, went to the computer, because she is a receptionist, and she looked like, Jacob, were you looking up clown colleges? <laughs> Audibly to the whole shop, and then everyone looked at me. I was like, uh, yes. <laughs> then he was like... Why would you put me on blast like that in front of everybody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but no, I just I, I just leaned into it. I'm like, you know what? And I and I believe this. I think clown college would be fun. <laughs> yeah, it probably would be. I think it would be a big joke. <laughs> dude, dude, those are the kind of uh, jokes that you make the day of, like orientation. And, like, the instructor, like, laughs along with everyone. But as soon as actual clown college begins, he's super tough on you. Just like in Whiplash. <laughs> it becomes Whiplash for clown college. Not my tempo. It's ha, 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 he, ha. <laughs> you can throw in some hoo-hahs near the end. Near the end. You ever seen Whiplash? Uh, no. I'm still imagining that whole situation in my head. Like He's like, listen, the last three seconds is where you get to have creative space. <laughs> Dude, you should watch Whiplash. You'd love it. Yeah. What's it about? It's about this uh, kid played by Miles Teller who goes to like a super prestigious uh, music university. Mm-hmm. and He's a drummer. Yeah, he's a drummer. He's a jazz drummer. And he's got big aspirations, but this like school has this instructor that's notoriously really hard on kids. And at first he's like, oh, hey, welcome to school and stuff like that. But it's just a trick, dude. This guy sees potential in him, and he believes yeah. that what makes a great musician is like oppressive. What's the word? Like, like putting like put, putting, putting him pressure, in pressure, yeah, top like, pressure, like a diamond. 
Is that how it works? So he sees potential. Maybe, in maybe him. a bit of sand inside of a clam, and then it comes out a pearl. And I, I, at least I know that that's how that works. And he just like humiliates him, mm-hmm. like makes Pushes him, him to just, the like, edge to the the point where he has like a giant mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. But the last scene in the movie. Well, well don't 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 give too much away. <clears throat> but it's really great. I do want to give it like a, I like most it scenes at the end of a movie. It's gonna be great. It's, it's the like, big crescendo. You should just watch dude. it. But also. We didn't. Well, we didn't exactly have that in our training. Like our teacher was tough on us, but not to the point yeah. where we had a mental breakdown. Like he balanced that, like being tough on us versus like actually spending time to uplift us a bit. Right. We almost had a men- mental breakdown one time when he was like, "Nice shot." <laughs> <laughs> you fell into the abyss, dude. You're like, Arr. yeah. No. But I mean, like. If someone can't take a, if someone's just getting attaboys, like we talked about this last week, if someone's just getting attaboys, like, do you really think they're going to last in this? Probably not, yeah. I mean, looking back at the times when the uh, the hard truth was told to me. Mm-hmm. It was pretty rough for like a couple of days, but then it, it did really make me better. And I definitely did not make the same mistakes after being, you know, put in that position mm. where you were like, hey, uh, one of your customers came back and I had to fix his haircut because you left a line in his fade. Uh, you got to be really careful with that clipper over comb stuff. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and uh I never made that mistake again. Right. This is that was when you were just starting to really get into clipper over comb. Yeah. But like for the whole haircut. Yeah. 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 Well, that's just that's just us wanting you to be better. Yeah, I appreciate that. That was that was like the whole point of why we were talking about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that, well, I mean, was, uh, that was a that was a weird time. Was it? Yeah, when Patrick first started to do Clipper over comb. Yeah, dude, you were really into it. That was a weird time for the entire barbershop when yeah. Patrick we decided to <laughs> the do thing something. Is, the thing is, you were like, I'm going to do Clipper over comb. We're like, that's cool. But it was every haircut. And then Jacob and I were, this is when you were still new too. So we were like watching your haircuts. Then Jacob and I were on the other side, and you'd do the clipper over comb. And then I was like, he's not going to leave it like that. <laughs> and <laughs> no, then he, I looked he, over at Jacob, and Jacob was looking at me. It's like, he, and we're, he ain't going to walk out yeah, like that. Mentally, we were both like, nah, he's not going to leave it like that. And then you pull the cape off, and I look back at Jacob, <laughs> and he looks at me, we're and like, he's oh. like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ta-da, you look great. I didn't use a single guard. Get out of here. Yeah, which I love the idea of not using. Dude, you guards. mastered clipper over comb though. Now, yeah, yeah. I went back to just like after that that uh, tough realization. I I didn't stop doing clipper over comb, but I did start going over my clipper over comb work with guards mm-hmm. like, just to make sure that there yeah. wasn't like any way. Well, I mean, it's not that yeah, like. As long like 
around sometimes around the ears and the nape area specifically because of you can just get some odd divots and ridges and maybe just below the occipital bone on the left and right part of the back of the skull right guards maybe i mean yeah yeah, it's good to go with guards over that area but i love using clip over comb from the top of the ear to the parietal ridge like all the way around yeah one thing that clipped clicked for me that I I feel like made it a lot better mm-hmm. because whenever I would do clip over comb, I would start at the bottom and, you know, like I would tend to angle the comb out and kind of bridge the gap between where I wanted their hair to be around the ears to where it already was at the parietal ridge. So I wasn't really taking a mm. lot of length off there. So it was creating a lot of graduation, but after watching more of the uh, Scorum videos, you know how they always talk about setting the baseline? Uh That never really clicked for me until months later when I actually watched them do it more. And I would watch the videos obsessively, but it still wouldn't click. Uh What they were doing when they were setting the baseline is... They were setting the length at the parietal ridge first. So like they would pick up the hair at the parietal ridge, angle the comb out to a point where they knew that the hair would lay down mm-hmm. and then just setting that length at the parietal ridge already. So for the rest of the haircut, at least the bottom half, you're bridging the gap between that length that you already set mm-hmm. and everything below that so it would taper down to like a one because i'm pretty sure like a one is as close as you can get with those wall combs like the clipper over comb ones Mm -hmm. and then if you want to go shorter underneath that you can with metal open or like a half guard or something like that but that like like changed everything when i first started doing it Like instead of we'll have to link it. the video because I'm trying to imagine it in my head, but I'm a very you know kinesthetic and visual learner. Right, dude, you already do it. Yeah, you already do that. Like when you remove, so oh. say someone. I thought walks it was just in, like a different. That says so when someone walks in with longer hair and they go, I want to go like really short, do a short fade. We already do that. Like you remove all that weight, so you pull oh, yeah. all the hair okay. out. You cut the parietal ridge to the length you want and then you just taper up from there yeah i see you do it all the time Maybe, i know i okay, do well it. i don't i don't do it initially with a clipper comb what i do is i try to like i, I do a finger length which is for me right above a five guard along the parietal ridge i well, do that re- regardless instead of flipping it out. yeah we're doing the same thing we're yeah. doing the same thing you're Sorry. just using I'll just make scissors over instead of a clipper yeah, and if you think about how how you cut Eddie's hair, mm-hmm. that's exactly how you do it. Like you start, mm. you usually start with like the little uh, wall sterling mag, like the trimmer, mm. and then you you're like up here though at first, mm-hmm. and then you do everything and, else. And I remove the mullet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so, weird when you. Like, we've, we obviously watch a lot of videos. We go see other people cut hair and stuff like that. And you watch it, and you try to take information out of it. But it's not until later 
when you're cutting hair and you're like, you know, you're going through the process, you're like, I got to speed this up or I have to make this a lot easier mentally. That's what your mindset is, right? You're doing a haircut and you're like, how could I get this done as quickly and more efficiently as I can? Uh And you do something and you're like, oh, that worked. That looked really good. And you start doing it. And then later you find out that that's like actually a thing. Uh that you probably picked up from like hours and hours of these things that you've been watching Uh but you just haven't like put it all together put it all together yeah you you think you've come up with this like i'm like (laughs) oh i'm a (laughs) dude i figured out a revolutionary way of cutting yeah and then somebody's on you know like the squirm guys are like this is how you do a haircut and you're like ah dang (laughs) that's exactly what i was doing yeah yeah and this is how I know that we haven't been having enough actual cutting hair conversations. We've mm. been mo- mostly talking about robots lately <laughs> is because we've all three been doing the same thing, but haven't been talking about it. Mm. It's weird how that works. Yeah. Speak. Well, speaking of cutting, I've been using my blow dryer a lot. In every haircut. Yeah, dude, I've noticed. You blow dry people <laughs> twice. <laughs> so it's like first when they come in and I wet it down and like comb the hair or like flat wrap it and stuff and blow dry and depending on the haircut. Specifically, like what we were talking about along the parietal ridge, we're putting in our baseline. Mm. Or is the baseline low? No, the baseline is at the parietal ridge. Yeah, okay. which so seems I'm, counterintuitive. But anyways. When I'm setting my baseline, especially with... um. Like haircuts like Eddie, like it's like a classic cut, pompadour, but it's like a, Eddie's got very coarse hair, so you got to cut a shape into it. It's the same thing with my brother's hair. Like I'm really getting into blow drying the hair, well, into the direction that I want it to be, setting it, and then cutting into it, mm-hmm. and almost blow drying it blow drying the hair straight up like like i'm trying to blow dry the hair like the hair on the side along the parietal ridge almost towards the ceiling so that when i take a little bit off the top it already makes a bit of graduation so that i'm i'm basically cutting out time of me chipping away at the the edge the shelf Mm -hmm. that you get and that's uh i think part of why your haircut this time looked really good is because I didn't spend as much time like razoring away or using um, sheer cutting techniques along the side. I just blew blow dried it up, and then with a straight shear, cut along the top of it, so it just really softens it a bit. Hmm. Yeah. Depend depending on whether or not if a person wants that shelf or not. Because you had a client the other day who like it's like no 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 I really want that sort of like yeah wedge. that wedge that squared shape. He's like, I have a round head. And I'm like, no, you don't, but okay. Dude, but that haircut looked like, great. When people want things like that, like almost no one wants it, but then someone comes in, they're like, no, 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 just leave it like that. I love it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have a client that's like, I want it to look like a square. And then I yeah. do it and I soften it up. Because everyone that's wants That's originally what I, what I did the first couple of times it wasn't until later where, like, it was mid-haircut, and I swung him, 
like I was swinging him around. He's like, yep, that's it right there. You got the sides perfect. I was like, I haven't finished the sides. <laughs> I was, he's like, you see, it's like, it's like pointy right there. That's, that's what I want. And I'm like, okay, man. Like what, if someone asks you to cut their mustache above their lip line, you're like, dude, I, I feel that. like I'm doing something wrong. I've only got one guy that likes that, but it actually looks good on him. It's weird. Like he's got the, I don't know, he's got the good mouth face structure to where it doesn't look peculiar. Yeah. Other than that, though, I always leave it like mid lip line. Yeah, I always do it too. But like I've had a couple people over the course of me cutting their hair, like they just gradually ask me to like push it up. Yeah. And then you arrive at like basically like a pencil mustache. Did some dudes. Yeah, they're like, yeah, no, 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 just keep it. Like, I want to keep it above the lip because I'm going to be eating it in like four days. Yeah. And then you're like, okay. And then the next time, like, can you bring the top line down too? I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. Dude, that could be a, oh, man, that, that, that game. I had, I had one client that I could never get right as far as like how he describes how he wants his mustache to look. Like, it would take me so long to figure it out because he wanted it straight up. Anyway, it's like the guy didn't have the mustache for what he was asking for, but I keep on going there. And then you get into the point where you're like, you're, you're razoring away individual hairs to try to create a through line that creates uh -huh. that shape. Yeah. But it's just not happening because something his mustache is sparse. It's like if you cut one hair in one place, it looks like there's a hole in it. Yeah, so yeah. then you try to even it up, but now there's another hole in it. It's... It's like that. It's hard unrealistic expectations. You yeah. know, you yeah. don't have the mustache for that look. But then you yeah. tell them that, and a lot of people like, they're not. A lot of people just don't accept it. They're like, yeah. oh, it's not that. I can't do it. It's that you can't do it, and it's like, yeah, it's like, bro, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying. It's. Yeah. I don't know, and maybe someone else, some some I don't know. Yeah, I think it's easy to go down that black hole of being like, man, if I was just a better barber, I could get this done right. <laughs> but there's also some situations where like, hey, man, I don't know what they were doing somewhere else. Um, but uh, if you try to get this done anywhere, it's just not going to happen. The best is when they when they're like hyping up and talking. It's the first time they're like, oh, I loved my barber in you know nebraska or whatever he was yeah. from he's like he always did it you know he's great i love i moved so i have to change now but he was you know and then he's like this is this is the, the day after i cut my hair do exactly this and then you see it and you're like <laughs> oh boy <laughs> that's uh oh is that like when you're starting to move away from well he he put your part pretty close to the middle of your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you yeah, gotta have you, that conversation. Yeah. Like, you ever have trouble with these hairs right here? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He would always just cut them super short. And like, let's let those grow out. Just, you know, <laughs> let's just try it. Let's try growing your hairs out, you know? Uh, yeah. Or like, <laughs> hey, how about, um, how about we don't take your fade as high? And like, you know, he's like, you know how some people get that like tight fade, but they have mm -hmm. like really gray 
bordering on white hair, and then it just looks like there's no fade there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what if we just like start low but leave a little length here? Or like when people show you a fade, like yeah, yeah, yeah it's a, it's a, it's a one and a half fade, and you look at it, and it's like they just took a one and a half, yeah, all and then, across the side and of then your head, bl- blended it towards no, the top. Not e- Well, yeah, yeah, sometimes, yeah. I had a couple. Yeah. Anyway. And then you drop it down to like no guard or zero at the bottom, and they're like, "Holy crap!" And I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> yeah. Not trying to crap on other barbers, but I don't know there's some people out there that's just. Yeah. Well, I think what we're getting at, like, it's weird for any barber like, when someone walks in and they're like, "Hey, I'm new to the area. The last person who cut my hair cut my hair for 25 years." Yeah. Yeah. And in my head, I'm just thinking, like, for the first couple of haircuts, man, you might be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Or you may love it, but it's not going to be what they did. It's never the same. Yeah. Like, you could have 10 different barbers. You could show them the same picture, and you'll get 10 different haircuts. Yeah. Everyone's got their own things. Like, everyone has their own preferences on cutting hair. Yeah. Yeah, just different techniques, different things. Like, you're never going to get the same haircut from two different people. Do you ever think that, like, what we were just talking about, like, like how, like, that me with that one guy, like, I couldn't get his mustache right or something like that. They go to another barber shop, and it's sort of like the same situation that we're talking about, about barbers moving to our shop. Yeah. Sometimes because at the end of the day I can't, I can't I can't be the barber that everyone wants. I have pretty much the styles and stuff that I do very well and they may be happier moving on to a different 100%, barber. 100%, yeah. And I'm it's, okay it, with that. People do that, I'm sure, to our haircuts and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just it's just different for every barber. Like you remember when we first started out and a lot of our clients would jump between me and you mm-hmm. because our cutting styles were so similar. Mm-hmm. But now they're, I would say, completely different. Yeah. Like, are they going to get a good haircut? Yes. But I always try to like, I always look over and see what you're, see what, see what Eddie's doing nowadays. I yeah, try to integrate but it's, that. It's different, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you have a very specific haircut you're really good at. And then I have something that I like to do, mm-hmm. you know, and they're on like two opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Well, with Eddie specifically, if any of his customers end up in my chair, there's a few things that I definitely do. Um, doesn't matter, like unless they get like a five on the sides in the back, I always taper the neck out completely. I do more blow dry stuff because I know Eddie does that. With your customers, I'm like, let's just get this done. Your customers, <laughs> Jacob. I'm like, let's just get this done. You're going to end up back in Jacob's chair anyways. <laughs> you know, uh, we'll just uh, muddle our way through this. Dude, what is described to be my style? What do I do? What do I do a lot? I don't I don't know. You man. take weird steps that they think is like revolutionary <laughs> to how you So so like the like, thing you do is that you add what? complicated steps to a haircut. Oh, okay. When when I, whenever I get someone 
that Jacob normally cuts or like vice versa. All right, let me give you this situation, right? One of my clients can't book with me. I'm booked. He booked his appointment with Jacob. He sits down. The guy's like, Jacob's like, what do you want to do? And he's like, I don't know. Ask Eddie. And Jacob switch, swings him over. He's like, what do, what do you do? And I'm like, okay, so it's a one mid-fade taper out everywhere. Part it. Take like a half inch off the top. Boom. You know, the usual. Whenever that situation's reversed and the guy's like, I don't know, ask Jacob. I turn to Jacob and I like I look him in the eyes and I'm trying to mentally convey like, don't make this complicated. Just tell me what you do. <laughs> and then Jacob's like, okay, so what you want to do is... Uh, you ever seen the movie Whiplash? <laughs> yeah, no, he's like, he's like, all right, so what you want to do is uh, wet his hair down, put some grooming tonic in, you know, uh, put a hot towel over the top. You really want to reset the hair. Then you're going to blow dry it all out to like a 90 between 90 and 95 <laughs> degree angle and then you're going to take it you're going to take your comb and you're going to start working your way up through there but really good and he like goes through this whole thing and i'm like yo i don't do the like whole head towel thing yeah. and like that's your thing but now he's <laughs> expecting this because uh, he yeah. just heard jacob yeah. tell him that yeah. yep and like okay, going dude. through all these extra steps, like I don't cut like you, so yeah. remove all the other things that you do, and just like, tell me what the haircut is. Sometimes, if their hair is fine on the side, and they got a little, you know, sweat in there. <laughs> okay, you know, maybe it's a little over the top. It's over the top, but and like I just I want think the it... base. Like this is how it is, because you and I don't cut similarly, and at yeah, the end yeah. of the day, we're not trying to take each other's clients i'm just doing your client a favor and i'm going to give them a good haircut but yeah. i don't do what you do and then when i try to replicate what you do mm. since i don't do it it messes me up yeah no no i get that like i don't want to copy what you do you can't copy what jacob because it I, I don't do well, it a lot sometimes sometimes it's beneficial but sometimes it's not necessary like if yeah. someone like if you got somebody else's client and they're like yeah do a one fade but all with shears what would you do you'd be like oh damn it now i gotta do this whole thing with shears no i just explained it. i'm not doing that that's <laughs> impossible too long it's not you know that one uh client of yours um um he started sitting with me and for some reason somehow it just clicks with people like, I actually finished his haircut within 30 minutes. And I think it's because I'm so extra. Like, I like I put a lot of, I don't know, whatever he's looking for, he's been, like, actually happy with his haircuts. And so right. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, dude, that... Because it was, it was, like, like, there are times when, like, I think I, I heard... Um, uh, Andrew Andrew does hair. He was talking about. Um, oh man, what was I? What was he talking about? Ah, it's gone. All right. Where anyways, was I? No, I no. Know. I want to. Anyways, anyways, no, moving. I have on. something to say. That particular customer, I feel like every time he sat in my chair, because I would tell him like he would explain his haircut to me for 
10 minutes. Yeah. And then... No, no, no. Okay. That's, that's where I'm at. People research haircuts on like clients. They want to receive a better haircut. So they try to learn a lot of common lingo, like guards and stuff. But as we were talking about before, how everyone cuts differently, sometimes you just need to trust your barber or find a new barber because right. them and their efforts to explain something they start throwing out all this stuff and like the, or like they exact, overly complicated exact, exact measurements. Like, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, and does, oftentimes like, like I don't use exact measurements. I use something that will like, yeah, I'll take a quarter of an inch off or a half an inch or stuff. But at the end, I'm not measuring each part of the head to make sure I'm at those, at those levels. Like I'll do it. I'll, I'll try to achieve what you're showing me through pictures or what you're asking of me or like what you're trying to convey what you want because an exact measurement may not be what is suited to what your hair wants to do. Yeah. Right. And him, every time he sat with me, I was like, I would tell him things like I would listen to him, mm-hmm. you know, Yeah. I knew that the first 10 minutes of him sitting in my chair was just going to be me standing there, listening to him, tell me what he wanted for the 10th time. And it's not that complicated of a haircut. Yeah. It's mostly scissor cut. It's, I never used clippers. Like it, I used trimmers like around the edges and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I felt like he was always happy, but every time he left, I was like, man, if I could just get him in Jacob's chair, he <laughs> would love Jacob yeah. because you have this uncanny ability to make the people in your chair think that there's no one else in the world that can do <laughs> what you do, which I think is great. Um, my customer base, and this is just from my perception, but I feel like my customer base is three years in the haircut is kind of secondary like mm-hmm. hardly anyone that sits in my chair, I feel like couldn't go get their hair cut somewhere else and like still be happy. But you build that rapport and like mostly like we don't talk about their haircuts anymore. We talk mm-hmm. about other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't do like a lot of that extra stuff or like really explain to them what's going on with their hair, except for the first couple times. And then we just move on. And they tell, like, if they want something different, that's when they talk about their hair. But for the most part, I just say, we do in the usual. And they're like, yep. And then they start talking about their kids or whatever else they talk about. And then the haircut's over before they know it. Mm-hmm. Which I enjoy because, like, I don't want to talk about the ins and outs of, you know, someone's hair every single time. Yeah. Which. I feel like maybe you might enjoy that a little bit more. You know he enjoys that. He does that thing. He squares his shoulders. He's like, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like that contributes a lot to why you're so booked and like why your clientele is so loyal is because they truly feel like they cannot get that haircut anywhere else, which I, I think is awesome. Thanks. I actually had a client come in on a positive review. Like he saw online that he saw some positive reviews about how I trim beards and he specifically chose me. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, dude, that happened uh, the (laughs) other day with me, but with Patrick. So get this, right. I get this client who comes, who books with me 
because he did a no preference, but mm-hmm. in his notes he said, my preferred barber is Patrick. But Patrick doesn't work on Mondays. So he comes in, and I, so I call his name because he's waiting outside, you know, COVID rules. And I'm like, yeah, man, sorry, Patrick's off today. And he's like, uh, I actually haven't ever been here. I don't know anybody. Um, Patrick's the only one who's uh, got good reviews on, on Google. Oh. And I was like... Oh, okay. (laughs) Knowing darn well, we all three of us have good reviews on Google. Didn't scroll. So, like, because Patrick, I looked on Google. Patrick's names are on the first. Like, Uh, when you hit newest, there's like two of them with Patrick's name, and the other ones don't have anyone's name on it. They're just like, "What a great shop!" Blah blah blah. Got a good haircut. So I do his hair, and then he comes up. He, like, gets, you know, out of the chair, and he's about to go pay, and he turns around, and he goes, he's like, yeah, man, the whole Patrick thing, he was the only one with good reviews on Google, um, but I'll throw your name up there so uh, the word gets out. The, and I was dude, like, oh, yeah, dude, nice. I appreciate it. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like. Did you come into this haircut thinking I was a dunce? Like, everybody else in this shop is garbage. Like, right before he starts, it's like, hey, man, you know, whatever happens, it's cool. Like, it'll, it'll grow, grow out. <laughs> or the, uh, it's like before you start, you know the difference between a bad haircut and a good haircut? Two weeks. Like, yeah, that's not really true. It can still but be a bad like, haircut at three weeks. <laughs> Yeah, dude, he was, like, all about Patrick. Well, that's cool. Um, sort of. Not not for you guys, if if more people are seeing that. Well, but, I mean, I'm uh, sure uh, somewhere everyone has that perception about all of us. Yeah. I haven't ever... I haven't looked at our reviews in a long time. Yeah. Um, but I'm also, like... Like I said, three years in, like, I'm, I say relatively booked. So like, if you don't like it, there's other barbers here. Yeah. And, you know, like, you should sit with Jacob. Every person <laughs> that I'm like, wow, man, you're really picky. You should sit with Jacob. <laughs> I think Jacob's the uh, only particular. I think Jacob's oh. the only one that would put up with super picky people. Yeah. Sometimes it's, I've I've been getting better at not letting people, like, Sometimes there's a point where it's like, you're just particular and you need someone that'll listen to you. And then I just talk to them about it. But then there are some people that are like, if they have an unrealistic expectation or it's just like, you know, this is not going to fit in a 30 minute time slot for what you're asking. Like there are times when I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm realistic with them. I'm, I'm getting better at that because it's really harmed me in the past being too sympathetic to someone's hair plate when it can just be really summed up. Yeah. But you still do, you do a lot of extra stuff and that gets in people's heads. Like, okay. Case in point. I don't remember when it was, it was a while ago, but I, I didn't have a customer at the time and I was watching you do a haircut. It was a bald fade, like a mid bald fade Mm -hmm. straight around. Mm Mm-hmm a one on the top. Mm. And so you started. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. One and a half open. Yeah. 
sprayed his hair down on the top, put a hot towel on it, yeah. blow dried the one and a half open on the top. Look, if I do it in 30 minutes, that's all that matters. And then you took it down to a one. You sprayed it down again, <laughs> blow dried it, and uh, man, it looked really clean at, at, at the dude, end. That's look, like, that's the thing. Okay, you can't wait, look. I will justify that because sometimes when you give someone just like a straight buzz cut, like they go home and they take a shower and sometimes their little hair is popping up everywhere. So this is what I do, right? I buzz... And this is the same thing Jacob does, minus all the extra steps, <laughs> is that I buzz their hair to the one that they want. And then I hit it with a blow dryer. Like, I squirt, at the, you know, I mist it with water. I blow dry it to get all the loose hair off. And then I, like, run the comb through it to make sure that there aren't any hairs. And if I see hair that's longer than the other one, I cut it off. And that's the same thing he does, but minus all the extra steps. And right, that's why right. Jacob's got this thing where people are like, yeah, Jacob does some stuff that, <laughs> like, you know, it's just yeah. him being extra, yeah. which is a good thing mm. because, you know, Look, J- he has this I'm, uncanny I'm, I'm, ability to flourish. Dude, yeah. he's like, dude, he's on a stage and he just needs to shine. And. <laughs> This is how it's always been ever since we were in barber school. Like Jacob's just got this like thing where he makes everything look really flashy. <laughs> and so like everyone in barber school would come over and he's doing like a two on the sides and Suzuka on the top. Like the most basic. He's got that like perfect 90 degree squared at the back. And people are like, ooh, ah. Yeah, <laughs> he's just dude. He's he's a showman. He is a showman. Dude, that's why I want to take the Steady Hands Barber Club on tour. <laughs> dude, come on, imagine it. We're all up there. It's like it seems as though we're gonna be doing haircut tutorials, but we're just like. Have I ever told you there's a haunted house in my neighborhood? <laughs> yeah, dude. well, it's gonna be like a straight up, uh, Burtis and Lean type situation where. Leans over there doing six haircuts in one hour, <laughs> and Burtis is mostly just letting his customers sit in the chair while he talks about other stuff. And uh, at the end, he's like, "Boom! Look at this haircut that I did in one hour!" And the crowd goes wild. I like Bert. Yeah, he's great. But that's exactly what it would be like. Have I ever told you about that haunted house in our neighborhood? Are we really going to talk no, about we, this? No, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> Come on, we're actually doing good on time. Yeah, we are, because we've stayed on hair topic. We're not going to talk about a haunted house. See, this was my plan the entire time. I was like, hey, Jacob, why don't <laughs> you just... Please don't uh... do that. It's not, it's not like you just farted into the mic. <laughs> Every time I see one of those, like a uh, wet fart, I I see one of those videos of a guy in a supermarket that just runs up to like the mic thing and then farts. (laughs) I think of you every time. Like Jacob would totally do that. 
Anyways, this was my plan the entire time. You're like, hey, Patrick, what's your topic? I was like, oh, why don't you just start recording? And then I start a conversation, and boom, here we are 45 minutes later. Yeah, that was pretty good. Hey, do you remember? <laughs> Look, you can cut this part out if you want. Okay. But you should definitely tell the story about it was one of your first haircuts and you totally just oh yeah dude, dude. okay so there i am in barber <laughs> school um you know this guy it was uh one mid fade no it's actually a low fade so it was a low fade and then you just line everything up don't touch anything on the top <laughs> dude one of his first haircuts one of my first haircuts so i start doing it and you know i'm working into it and stuff and i'm nervous and also at the time <laughs> i was on i was super hardcore into a plant-based diet and i was really busy that morning so all i packed was like beans and tabasco sauce <laughs> and some peppers and so as post-lunch i was eating that and i by mind you i had like six bananas for breakfast Dude, he's got and he's got a schedule, right? And I've got a schedule. At a certain part of the day, I'm like, all right, it's time to poo. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I don't know when you're. I don't know. That's not, that's not that's not the point. Anyway, I was on a schedule, so there I was cutting this dude's hair, and I'm like not doing a good job at it, and I really had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> And I was nervous too, you know. I was like, I've never really done a fade like this before. So then my instructor comes over. Man, farted. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like I, I don't know. Basically, I I farted. I pushed that guy's back line back like two inches. <laughs> The instructors smelled it. The client smelled it. I saw everyone knew. And just my instructor gave this face where he's like, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. The thing is, the thing is, Jacob I really farted. had to go. The thing is, Jacob farted. And he smelled it. And then he looked his client in the eyes through the <laughs> Because I was lining him up at the time, and I was looking at him, and he was looking at me. <laughs> he knew that he farted because he <laughs> And then our instructor came by, and he's like, he how's came... the heck? <laughs> and he turned around and left. And you know, the worst part about it is, our instructor... <laughs> doesn't have a sense of smell <laughs> like it's very it's it's hard for him to actually smell things oh my goodness so that was at that moment i was like you know maybe i could work on the railroad he stayed in the chair like, some of the customers we had in school they were they were savage like they would leave like you had 30 minutes you know we weren't doing 30 minute haircuts in school i had like i didn't happen to me but i watched a couple of people leave you know like with the neck strip still on like they would just mm. rip the cape off and be like that ever happened to you no not to me oh but it, it happened to like three or four people in my class mm. like they were they were pretty finicky. Yeah, I'm surprised he uh, stuck it out through your fart mist. Yeah. 
Well, this has been the Steady Hands Barber Club. <laughs> hey, um, is that it? Are we done? Yeah, I think, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, like Jacob said, this, is, uh, this has been the Steady Hands Barber Club. Uh, we just want to remind everyone again that we teamed up with Williamsport Bowman Barber Supply, and we have a coupon code for 15% for off 15, your order. That's 1-5% off first your time. order. For first-time orders using the code STEADY. That's S-T-E-A-D-Y. All caps. At checkout. Also, Williamsport Bowman also offers Apple. As we talked about in the first oh, part yeah. of the episode, Apple, Apple and Pay Google and Pay. Google Pay. So it's like, hey, if you were thinking like, man, should I really spend... Should I really? Be? Yes, you should invest in your career. You should buy tools. So it makes it easy for you to just click that little click that little button at the end and be like, you know what? This is going to help my career. And uh, you could follow us on social media. Our Instagram and Twitter is going to be linked below. I don't, I don't really think we talked about other stuff that needs linking, but no. I'm, Patrick will figure it out. Yeah, I'll have to listen to this whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you in the next episode. Say bye. 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 Goodbye. And we need to do the intro also. Oh, yeah.